Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Doable Discipleship. This is a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to call it, the show that helps you grow. We are, guys, this is the fifth week of our series on the five purposes of marriage. My name is Jason. This is Linda. We got George and Tandra who are here with us this whole series talking through the five purposes of marriage. We started this conversation talking about the purpose of honor, mm-hmm. and then we talked about relational intimacy, mm-hmm. spiritual intimacy, partnerships, mm-hmm. and now we're going to tie a nice bow on this conversation <laughs> by talking about legacy. So let's dive into this now. What do you mean when you're talking about legacy as it relates to the concept of marriage? And if we're talking about the purposes and making a note that each of these kind of matches one of the purposes that God made us for, mm-hmm. how does legacy, how is that an act of evangelism? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, God created marriage and families, and that's the nucleus in which he wanted to pass his legacy on. And so if God is passing his legacy through the family and through our marriage, then we need to be passing on God's legacy. So our marriage is about more than just us and our happiness. It's really about how we pass on God's legacy. So it should say something about Mm, who God is and about the gospel. Uh, Also, it should, so for us to develop our story to share about the gospel, we need to know who we are as a couple and where we're going as a couple. Mm. And this is important because this can help bring hope and redemption to the community, to the world at large, to others, right? That's that's a mm. higher purpose in our marriage. I see the affirming nod. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> thought he was going to add to it. But, you know. no, sweetie, you're doing such a great job. I was, I was, th- I was still impressed by Jason, how he remembered all the episodes yes, in Rose. That he did was a really great good. job. Yes. That is my job as a host is to remember what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you've set up this concept of legacy in what it is we're talking about. Now, that may be uh, a very new thing for people to think about mm-hmm. their marriage in terms of a legacy building, mm-hmm. in terms of, of what is this showing and telling other people. Yeah. So let's dig a little bit deeper into mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. if you will. Help, help unpack this for people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think legacy could be called story, right? Mm-hmm. And so the question would be, then what does our marriage, what does our family, what does our lives together look like and what will we leave behind, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think legacy is what we leave behind as far as assets, as far as houses or material things, but our story is a story yeah. uh, that plays into this larger role, mm-hmm. right? And so so when people see us in the community, when, they, when our neighbors see us and experience us and hear us, right, that's them hearing or having our story mm-hmm. be uh, sort of in a practical way told to them. And so let's, let's take my father, for instance, mm-hmm. and my mother, 52 years married before mm-hmm. he passed away. Yeah. And I can still go home and, and people will stop me and say, I remember your dad or your mom and what they 
meant to me, right? They told me how to be a good husband or a good father. Uh, my dad was a pastor. My mom was a great pastor's wife. So the gospel, uh, uh, plenty of people have come to faith in Christ because of their marriage, their union, and what they did. They would tell you that we know more than anything else, your mom and dad loves you guys. And so that's the story that they remember and is still impacting. Yeah. Although my, my mother uh, is here with us, it's still impacting that geographic area down there. And so all of our marriages, uh, whether we know it or not, all of our families mm -hmm. tell a story or we're going to leave a legacy. The question is, what legacy will we leave behind, right? So when I talk about a story, is our story is intertwined with God's story, his story of redemption and transformation and hope and the good news. We all want those things, but our marriage, right? We think, oh, well, that's God. But no, if we are Christians, mm -hmm. right, and if that's we are right. believers, yeah. then our marriage reflects who God is and that story of redemption, transformation, and hope. Uh, if, if, like we tell a lot of people, if we can be married, right, the way we started off, mm -hmm. then anyone can do it. And why? It's because God transformed our marriage. Yeah. He gave us a story of hope and renewal, and that's what we think is legacy. It's mm -hmm. our story. Yeah, that's incredible. And I'm just... Even as you're talking, I'm just thinking that this has got to be new territory for a lot of our mm -hmm. listeners. It's mm -hmm. just something that until somebody points it out, you probably never even thought through or considered. Um, so your question, though, kind of forces the focus for a couple from what we're doing and what we're struggling with and where we're succeeding. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mostly what marriage conversation mm -hmm. is around. Mm -hmm. It forces it to look at our marriages as part of God's grander story. Mm -hmm. That's a huge yeah. shift. So how can this more practically be lived out? Like, what can this look like? Mm -hmm. mm. So I, so practically, it, it looks like, so if we are a reflection of God's uh, image, because mm -hmm. we're made in the image, that's what the Bible says, we're made in the image of God. So if we are made in the image of God, then we need to be showing what his character mm -hmm. is and showing what his nature is. Mm -hmm. um, and that is really one of the, major goals, reasons of creating marriage, you know, where to reflect his nature and character to our children mm -hmm. and to the community at large. So it's not so much about us, but it's about what is our story, not so much that our story is telling the story of us, but it's also got to be telling the story of how God is moving mm -hmm. in us and through us. Mm -hmm. And people need to see that because that's God's story is a story of redemption, forgiveness, grace and all those fruits of the spirit that are found in Galatians, where it's gentleness, faithfulness, you know, self-control. So that's the goal is that we're telling the story of the gospel and of who God is mm -hmm. in a practical sense for people to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminds me of that scripture here that says that it says that God says, let us make man in yeah. our image. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're all made. Mm -hmm shaped and created in the image of God, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so we, we know that, uh, that like Tondra, if you see, ever see Tondra's mom, you will say, <laughs> she looks exactly like her yeah. mother or her friends say, man, you, the way you respond is your mother responses or your wittiness is just like that, right? And mm -hmm. that's our earthly parents. But yeah. when the scripture says we were made in his image, mm -hmm. right? That's us saying, man, you look just like your, your heavenly father, uh, right? Yeah. And how do we look, how do, does that story represent in a practical sense? Mm -hmm. well, is, is because when people see us, mm -hmm. they should see God. They mm -hmm. should see that representation yeah. of, wow, this is how 
uh, we're supposed to respond based mm -hmm. off our relationship with God. And so there's no way to me you can be a Christian mm -hmm. and not exude some of these principles mm -hmm. that say, wow, this is what God's character is, his nature is, his forgiveness, his love, mm -hmm. his long suffering, right? We yeah. forget about things yeah. like long suffering <laughs> or his, his self, uh, the self-control piece of that, the fruits of the spirit. And so yeah. we're made in his image. And that's why I think in, in many respects is our marriage speaks this story because it's a part of God's larger narrative. You know, one of the things that George and I usually say that can, you know, connect with this generation, like we live in that selfie generation, like mm, where yeah. everybody is kind of wanting that best um, reflection of themselves right. before they post it on social media. So we like to say that marriage is God's best selfie yeah. to the world, right? It's his best reflection yeah. to the world. And that's kind of what marriage is that best way to show who God is mm. because of I see marriage as that natural reflection of our heavenly, mm -hmm. that natural reflection of our, our natural reflection of our heavenly relationship with God, you know. That's powerful. That's so powerful. But as I'm, as I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, there have got to be couples out there that are listening and they, they're going, okay, <laughs> my marriage does not reflect anything about the image mm -hmm. of God or mm -hmm. the gospel. And if somebody was reading the story that my marriage is telling right now, yeah. they wouldn't get anything about the image of God. Yeah. What, and I know you've, you guys have shared a little bit of your story mm -hmm. kind of through the, some of these episodes, yeah. but what hope do you have for couples who are kind of going like, I don't see any lesson of goodness or God's image coming out of my marriage right now. What do you what do you say to them? Oh my gosh, like we have been there. That's <laughs> where I would start. Yeah. We like to say that we are a picture of God's grace. Yes. If it had not been <laughs> for the grace of God uh, and us trying to pursue God, we we were messing up royally. That's why we say, "Oh God, this you have a sense of humor <laughs> that you would use us to try to teach That's people right. how That's to right. be married." Yeah when we didn't have a clue on how to be married. Um, so, my, so our story is one of redemption and hope, and that's the beauty of the gospel, is that you don't have to have everything right. You can mm -hmm. go through a dark period. It doesn't have to be, it's not about perfection, it's about pressing towards that mark. And both of us were Christians, you know, when we got married. But if you were a fly on the wall <laughs> in our home, you would see like, whoa, like we are really struggling to figure out how to do marriage. Mm -hmm. So it's one way to have that heart, but you've got to just put the work in. And that's what you're seeing that's right. with George and yeah. I today is, is about putting the work in, doing the hard work, rolling up your sleeves, killing your pride. <laughs> Marriage Which is, is death. Cute. I think we learned wow. last time. Yes, yeah. like like we said last time, marriage is death. You got to let this flesh <laughs> die, so that the spirit of God can rise up in you. So so we know where it is to start at the beginning, and and work with God to see God redeem and bring hope. And that's where the true testimony mm. comes, and the true story is not that you started out perfect and now you're here. Is you start out in a bad place, in a hot, yeah. mess. In a hot mess, and then the, the redemption story and the hope is that, whoa, you don't, where you start does not have to define where you end. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, we, we don't want to sort of like be like, oh, where we go to church on Sundays mm -hmm. 
and yet that's the only time we reflect who God is, mm -hmm. right? right? Just on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And so, so if we're going to proclaim, we're all proclaimers. My son, by the way, when, when, he, when they asked him, what do you want to be when, you wanna, when, he, when he grows when up? When he was like in second grade. No, this was kindergarten. Okay. He was like, I do not want to be a pastor. <laughs> that's the son. It's not what you don't want to be. It's what you do want to be. So yeah. he was adamant. But I did tell him you have to be a proclaimer. You might not be a pastor, but mm -hmm. you will preach the gospel, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't, you don't even say anything. Mm -hmm. It's what we do. And so mm -hmm. we don't want to preach the gospel and say we're believers without having the gospel change us. And that's what, let me tell you, in marriage, mm -hmm. if the gospel doesn't transform your life, mm -hmm. then I will see we would have more moments of intense fellowship, yes. right? Or yes. in fights <laughs> or disagreements yeah. or to where we would probably say, man, to heck with anything. Let's yeah. just do whatever we want to do. But yet the gospel yokes us together. It yeah. bridges us and it gives us this, this hope that, man, through God's power, we can do anything together. Yeah. And I even wanted to just add, like bring it back to what you said earlier at the start of the show is it's um, you were just saying that. Uh, oh, what did you say? It was powerful. <laughs> it was so powerful. So it was so powerful. <laughs> but it, it's. Oh my gosh, I lost what I was going to say, but it was something about to the effect that um, your marriage is going to tell a story. Yes. So you don't, I mean, you get to define, does it end in a story of hope and redemption? Or like for me, there is no choice. Like your marriage is going to tell a story. Like that's mm -hmm. not an option. Right. The option is what story Stories. do you want mm -hmm. it to tell? Mm -hmm. So George and I could have left our story the same of hardship, um, not knowing how to communicate, no, not knowing how to resolve conflict, mm -hmm. nothing about forgiveness, right? But instead we said, hey, we want to help others. So yep. that gave us kind of a higher level of accountability mm. and not just others, but our children. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> sure. They're our first audience. That's right? our that's, first audience. Yeah. So you, yeah. You just said a mouthful. That's, that's right. a huge, huge <laughs> yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. So how has the story of your marriage helped you share the gospel? Yeah, man, I think uh, for us, like on a practical note, like as, as we're chaplains in the NFL, right? Like uh, the NFL has a, a divorce rate after retirement of 70%. Mm -hmm. And we don't like to quote that statistic to say, wow, here's the statistic. But we do it mainly because of, of people, the shock factor, right? Mm -hmm. And, and so we're in this community and one of the best gospel conversation starters mm -hmm. that, I, that, I, that I know in that community is, how's your marriage? Mm -hmm. How's your family? How's your kids, right? Mm -hmm. Because once you've built up that trust with them and they can really tell you what's going on, mm -hmm. right? Uh, um, it's, it's, a, it's a moment where they can be transparent. Mm -hmm. And once they're transparent to tell you, mm -hmm. hey, this is what I'm going through before I hit this field or mm -hmm. when I get off this field, then it becomes like this this uh, this moment where they can ask me questions. So, mm -hmm. chat. So tell me, man, how do you stay married for 26 years and you seem like you love to go home to the same woman? Mm -hmm. And that's that's that hook right there because then I can say, mm -hmm. you know what? I don't know how anyone could be married without Jesus helping them, mm -hmm. and 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 for us to be formed in the shape into his image, right? Mm -hmm. And then so I can start talking about how we deny ourselves and I can start talking about the things that, you know, like we always say, if you want it your way, you go to Burger King, right? So I couldn't have it only yeah, my way, yeah. which talks about pride. But then you can see like the, the practical uh, application of man, 
you allow God to transform you in your marriage and that's how you guys keep it fresh or hot or spicy like yeah. we're going to share right <laughs> in just, in, yeah. in just in next week yeah um, but I think there's good conversation starters by just talking about what goes on in the family I, I've always been told is that people don't care how much you know mm -hmm. until they know how much you care that's so, so when true. you whenever I have those conversation starters I think it just gives them the ability to ask deeper questions of how to, how do you do this? And plus, when Tondra does all of her, her, her counseling, it's always, whether it's secular counselor, whether it's in the church, or whether it's outside in the NFL, it's always based off biblical principles. So for us, the gospel is at the center of everything that we do together mm -hmm. and apart. Yeah, yeah. I think I just realized that at Burger King, the phrase is, have it your way, or yes, something, right? Yes, that's right. And you can get a crown to wear oh, at Burger King. So you're right. literally the king of how you want things you know to be. What? That's right. That's exactly right. I feel like my mind is just blown. I wonder yeah. if that's... <laughs> Everything that you said was great, but that stuff about Burger King really yeah. got me... Th that's the <laughs> message. Yeah. But that, that is the message in a lot of it's, marketing about having it your way. Well, it really goes to show you something. You. If, there, if, if it's about the crown, mm -hmm. right? And it's, anyway, that's a whole different topic for a whole different podcast. I can see people driving right now. Just let's go to Burger King. I, <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, again, different different podcasts. Yes. Stay on stay on task, Jason. Um, <laughs> um, so I wanted to take everything that we've been talking about about legacy, and and just that idea is 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 so important for people to start thinking about what is my marriage showing and telling. Mm -hmm demonstrating mm -hmm. to others mm -hmm. because even just starting with the fact that it is mm -hmm. it is saying something that's right yes. whether it's to your kids which is clear that's that's going to be yeah. but it's also to other people it's also to your neighbors it's also to your family it's to your coworkers. Mm -hmm. it's to your friends it's to ever it's is how you engage in your marriage is a reflection mm -hmm. of what is going on deeper and behind that's the scenes correct. and yeah. and, and, and and that's where we're saying, well, let's get Jesus in there deeper right. and behind the scenes because yes. right. then it'll be a reflection of that work mm -hmm. that he right. is doing. Yeah. So let's get practical then in this. Mm -hmm. What are some ways that couples who are listening right now mm -hmm. can start to take steps mm -hmm. towards this idea of thinking about their marriage as a legacy, mm -hmm. um, a legacy piece? Yeah. What are some things that they can be doing to be more intentional mm -hmm. about how they think about yeah, their marriage? That's a great yeah. question. Yeah. I would say first and foremost is confess your past mm. and release your spouse from, mm. from his or her past, right? Like we cannot, we have to try not to hold grudges. We have to try to just mm. release and be open to uh, forgiving and not holding people's wrongdoings or the way, you know, their hurts the way they've hurt you against them, you know, it's the same biblical principle of how God, you know, forgives us and he doesn't hold our past against us. This is something practical that we need to have in our minds. Even, you know, I always say like, <laughs> um, pride is a huge hindrance to that, right? Pride and self-righteousness. And this is something, no matter how perfect your marriage <laughs> is or, how long you've been doing it right, or maybe you didn't start out like we started out in this hard place, but 
even today, we still have to fight against pride and self-righteousness. And I feel like confession yeah. helps to bring that sense of humility mm -hmm. that I'm not perfect. I am mm -hmm. a yeah. fallen person, so I can't expect perfection out of my husband. And I'm laughing because we just had an intense fellowship this week. always <laughs> <laughs> gives us illustrations. Uh, I know. We just had an intense fellowship this week. And George was trying to communicate to me, you know, how he was impacted or how it made him feel. But there was something in me that just wanted to justify mm. my actions, which were dismissing his experience. And it wasn't until, like, the Holy Spirit just tapped me. You got to be open for the Spirit to come in and speak. <laughs> it was just like, oh, girl, let, yeah. that, <laughs> let the pride go. It's okay. You don't have to justify anything because yeah. you can't justify how you have hurt somebody or let them down. You just have to just own it and just confess it and just let them go, you know, let yeah. it go. Um, so that's one of the yeah. practical things. Oh, that's good. Uh, another one is we have to commit to living an integrated life, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to constantly ask ourselves or, or, or couples should constantly ask themselves, hey, we, we have to check it to make sure that yeah. our life that we live before others mm -hmm. is, is the same wherever we go, mm -hmm. right? So, so I don't want to be uh, George in front of uh, the church right mm -hmm. on stage and be very different at home that's right, true. right? Yeah. or very different at work or God forbid very different when I go out yeah. in public with the guys right mm -hmm. and so like one, one time I went to and um, when we used to live in, in pastor in New York City mm -hmm. I went to one of our uh, members jobs I just you know just showed up and you know, hey, are, are they here? And they say, who are you? And I say, I'm his pastor. And they was like, wow, we didn't even know he went to church. And I thought, <laughs> that's not probably the best <laughs> representation, right? And so we, we have to make sure that our marriage, wherever we go, we're living that integrated, balanced life. And to have check-ins to make sure mm -hmm. that we are living that, I think, really helps people out in a very practical way. Yeah. Uh, in addition to another practical way is just really making sure that you are fighting for that unity in your relationship, mm -hmm. right? So it's okay uh, to fight? I'm, well, I'm as long as you're fighting together <laughs> yes, and right, not against unity, each right? other. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and making unity a priority mm -hmm. uh, is very important to make sure you're on the same page. I know one of the things that George and I, as we were coming out of our intense, dark season of marriage and trying to live and represent God in every single way, one of the things that we said, let's fight for agreement, right? Mm -hmm. Let's always yeah. try to find a way to agree. Yeah. And a part of doing that and trying to have unity is just really that surrender, uh, just releasing whatever you're like so mm, prideful about yeah. or whatever you're holding on to and digging your heels in about, just releasing it to the Lord and surrendering it so that God can deal with your heart. Yeah. Um, one of those areas was when we were trying to make a decision to move to New York City. I was digging my heels in mm. uh, that this is not where I had envisioned or planned to raise my children. I had <laughs> planned to have a nice little picket fence <laughs> to keep them contained. Uh, New York City has anything but a nice little picket fence <laughs> okay and they were going to be exposed to so much but um george said you know what i'm not going to keep pressing you to move to new york city if it's the lord i'm going to just god's got to speak to your heart mm. and he just surrendered i surrendered by saying okay god if this is what you want for us mm. then god i need you to change my heart so both of us having that place of surrender and letting God speak into yeah, that situation, important. it always lands us into agreement. 
we always find that unity through yeah. uh, surrendering yeah. to God. That's awesome. It, it leads me to actually a point that I was yeah. going to say about we have to envision our futures together, right? Mm -hmm. So, so marriage. I, I love that part where we, when I'm marrying somebody and I say, until death do you part, right? Because that's a long time. We hope to live happy, healthy lives, right? Yes. And so if we're going to be together, mm -hmm. we better envision our future together. That yes. means we have to talk about our dreams, our goals, mm -hmm. and, and what we're going to pursue together. And mm -hmm. so sometimes I think having those goals and mm -hmm. those dreams, those check-ins, just really keeps the marriage fresh, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, when I was uh, in divinity school, uh, a lot of people don't, didn't recognize this, but Tondra helped me to go to divinity school, mm -hmm. right? I couldn't have got the de degree from Duke unless she helped with the bills, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and we had one kid at that particular mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. um, and, then, and then she went to school. And so That's what awesome. we did was we said, hey, what do we want to do together? And we said we want to both go back to school, right? Yeah. It was when we, even when we moved to New York City, speaking yeah. in New York City, yeah. here's what we said. If we don't do well by, by what others look at us and say, mm -hmm. man, if we fail in New York City, it's okay if we fail mm -hmm. as long as we do it together because we can rebound from anything. So when we envision our future together, I think, man, we, 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 we really take the cap off what we could do for the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm thinking as you guys are talking, the first thing I'm thinking is these are easier to say than they are to do. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's going to take some time and mm -hmm. take some work. Mm -hmm. But it also <laughs> feels like this almost is like these first four steps are getting on the same page to begin telling your message. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. this is like these feel like getting to the starting gate almost. Yeah. yeah. So once we've walked through these four steps, now we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. What does it really look like to build the message of our marriage together? Like mm. as you're envisioning it yeah. and you're looking forward, what is it? What does it look like to build that message? Yeah, I, it's got to be a lifestyle. It's not something yeah. you do. It's, it's something you are, right? Mm -hmm. um, I can't separate what who I am from who God says I am. And so that because that's integrated in me, then I'm always trying to live that life, um, you know, pressing for that mm. <laughs> uh, higher calling in Christ, right? Always, even in, in, in our marriage and interaction, like when I want to be in my flesh, like I just shared a few minutes ago. <laughs> it's like because I am integrated with being a Christian and I have a relationship with God, it let me, you know, mm. that relationship is what helped us navigate that intense fellowship that we were having this week. So it's a lifestyle. It's not what you do. It's living the lifestyle. Let it be who you are. Let it integrate into yeah. who you are. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I also think like our mission, right? Our mission together, yeah. our mission mm -hmm. just as individuals. Mm -hmm. So people are going to know how we love them mm -hmm. through our service to them, yeah. right? But, mm -hmm. but how we do that mm -hmm. has to be worked out in a very practical way, right? Yeah. And so that word mission, it, uh, we, we break it down and say, how do we serve others? Mm -hmm. And so in our brokenness, when we mm -hmm. first started, right, we were so broken. And, and a few of your listeners might say, well, man, are we listening to the wrong couple? You know <laughs> what? We travel around the country talking about this. Mm -hmm on some of the largest platforms mm -hmm. in, in the nation. And we believe that God's using our story, mm -hmm. that we were so broken and yet his transformation helped yes. us out, that we mm -hmm. learned so much mm -hmm. that uh, the, of the wrong things to do that yeah. we can help people yeah. out, right? Yes. But in a practical way, mm -hmm. that's how we love people, mm -hmm. is sharing our stories, right? right? People right. love the transparency, the transparency, the authenticity, yes. yeah. and we don't always like to show share those stories, right? Yeah. Some of them are very embarrassing, and mm -hmm. we got a lot more to share, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But what it does is it's our way of loving people. Here's what I'm saying yeah. is when we reveal 
that brokenness that mm-hmm. God began to heal mm-hmm. and that be God, God began to now uses, yeah. then people see, wow, if he could do that for you, surely he can do that for me. So that's why we started our organization called Journey for mm-hmm. Life, right? Mm-hmm. Marriage is a journey. Yeah. It should be for life. Mm-hmm. And we found that just practically loving people is our mission together. Yeah, I love that. It, it reminds me of the passage where it says that God comforts us in all our troubles mm-hmm. so that Mm-hmm. You guys are living out the so that mm-hmm. we can comfort others mm-hmm. with the comfort we we ourselves have received, that's and that just that feels like exactly what you're doing. Yes. It's like God met you in that hard place, yeah. and you walked through hard things. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just so that you guys could be happy; mm-hmm. it was so that other lives, other marriages, could be impacted Absolutely. and transformed. So Perfect. that just yeah. struck me. I just wonder. Sh- no, sh- that good. goes right into the next point, is which is sharing, right? Like uh, we need to be able to share our story and lives mm. with other couples, no matter where they are, is uh, the scripture in Proverbs that said, iron sharp- sharpens mm. iron. So we have to try to sharpen each other. So we can't just keep our story to ourselves. Like we can't, like George says, it's, sometimes it's hard for us to share those stories. Some of them is still like stings a little bit, you know. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a ting. But it's be, it's the sharing of those stories because we love whoever needs to hear this. That's it. Right. That's it. So much, which is very biblical to love, mm. you know, lay down our lives for others. I want to see you win. So I'm going to share my story and anything that you can glean, any wisdom mm. that you can gain from that that can help you on your journey. I want to do that yeah. because I love you and I want to see you win and get to where you need to be in your marriage. Um, and sharing your story, again, is not about you being perfect. Like when George and I were mm, coming out of, out of our um, dark period, how we started to turn the tide in our relationship was somebody gave me a book mm. and it was called The um, uh, Five Love Languages. I know we talked about that last week. But they gave me that book, and when I read it, it was like God was just really resonating some things that could help us. And so just from that, we didn't have, we were still in our dark period, but because that book Mm, impacted us so much, that's the one thing we share with everybody. Yeah, We were like, you got to read this book. Here you go. I'm passing you on Mm. this. Somebody passed it to me. It helped me. I'm passing it to you. Um, And another thing, we went to a marriage conference. We went every year for seven years. Seven years. It was the same wow. content. Like wow. they didn't change anything. <laughs> literally, we could say, oh, we know what goes in that blank from Yeah. <laughs> so literally, but we were still in our dark period. We were climbing out of that dark place in our relationship. But we were inviting every couple that mm-hmm. we, we, yep. we were like, let's get a group discount. Guys, <laughs> if, if we get enough couples, we'll get a discount. Let's go. So sharing is not about profe- right. perfection. It's really about you um, loving and wanting to help people and wanting other people to win. Yeah, and I, and I know we're about ready to wrap up yeah. soon, but but I think because you just said that, right, yeah. for, for couples to consider your listeners or our listeners yeah. to consider being a mentoring couple, mm-hmm. right? Again, mm-hmm. you don't have to be perfect to be a mentoring couple, mm-hmm. but it says we've been married long enough. We've got a lot of stories to, mm-hmm. to, to tell. we got a lot of to tell you about what not to do. It doesn't mean yeah. you're perfect. It just really means that I'm willing to put my life on display yes, to yeah. show you what God has 
done, yes. the hard work that we've put in, the love that we share, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so, so I just want to challenge your, our listeners to consider being a mentor company. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I just love that idea that that our lives are not this glossy sheen, and mm -hmm. that's what that's what we so appreciate about the stuff that you are bringing to these conversations. Mm -hmm. Is it you know? And not just talking uh, about in the past, here's all the stuff that we went through, but mm -hmm. just even saying, you know, we just had a, a period this weekend. Yeah. Of, <laughs> like, it's just, it's such a great reminder for people who are thinking about, okay, I want to make my marriage better. I want to make my marriage the best it can be. Mm -hmm. It does not mean it's going to look like Stepford Wives, right. you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, that's not the point because that's yeah. not reality. That's not mm -hmm. realistic. Mm -hmm. And so, so as we're talking about this, it, it, it of being able to show people, guys, there's still bumps, there's still grooves, there's still everything exactly. that we're going to be going through, that we, our story is our story, mm -hmm. but it continues. And, yes. and every day there's something, because we are two imperfect people who are trying to figure out yeah. this thing called marriage yes. every it. day, yes. <laughs> right? right? Exactly. So, um, so that, and, that, and that's a big part of this, this talk today for Legacy 2, is mm -hmm. helping people understand that Every day is a unique chance to show your legacy in a, yes. in a way. It, right. It's a show that, that we deal with the daily issues and the daily problems and the daily hardships and trials and struggles as a unit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we're right. doing it together. That's right. Yes. Um, so I absolutely love this whole, all five topics mm -hmm. as related to the five purposes of marriage are so powerful. I just want to give you guys the chance as we are winding down this series mm -hmm. to kind of share one last thing with our listeners right now. What is a takeaway um, as we are wrapping up that you want to leave them with? Mm. I, I would say that never stop fighting, right? Like never stop and what I mean by fighting, not fighting each other. Right, I was yeah, going to say, I, I, I know that, that there's a clarification. <laughs> That's right. but not, not fighting each other, but fighting for yeah. each other and for your future together. And that's doing any by any means necessary of making sure that you are trying to reflect God's image through honoring, through partnership, through your spiritual intimacy, through your relational intimacy, um, and through leaving the legacy. What do you want to be known for at the end of your life? What do you want your kids mm -hmm. to say about you? What do you want the community to say about you uh, at the end of the day? And it should include your relationship with God. So I would just say, stay on the journey. Marriage is that journey and just mm -hmm. keep da daily decisions, daily choices. Stay on the journey. Yeah, for me, I think I just, man, I, I would think that uh, don't just settle for a good marriage, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or good uh uh, families, I want to have, take mine from being good to great. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that was a shift that when I didn't want an average marriage, but I wanted a great marriage, then I began to self-study. Then I began to sacrifice to go to conferences and spend, <laughs> spend my vacation money yeah. on, hey, let's, let's go and do something like yeah. this. And so work hard at getting whatever help that you need mm -hmm. in your marriage, mm -hmm. uh, because I think that there's so many resources out there I can mm -hmm. think of our, our counseling center, Saddleback has a free counseling center. I can think of our couples nights out. Mm -hmm. I can think of the, the many resources that there are for couples. And so yeah. I would say get the help that you need mm -hmm. and always be willing to go from good to great. Yeah. 
That's great. So um, as George was just mentioning, if you are interested in resources on marriage at Saddleback, you can go to saddleback.com slash marriages, and you can find information about, the, uh, about counseling, about small groups, about a couple's nights out, which happen right now uh, every month. And um, as they mentioned earlier, it was a little tease. This episode is, is coming out on Tuesday, the 15th of February, and they have a couple's night out that is uh, on the 17th. Um, so if you are local around the Lake Forest campus here at Saddleback Church, come on by and see them talking yes. about... <laughs> yeah. Okay, it, it's talking about Spice Spice Baby, I believe <laughs> is the title, right? It is. Yes. Okay, right. so we're really <laughs> extra, extra excited for that one. So friends, really grateful that you guys have been here with us for this series. If you, if you just are listening to this one, go back and listen to all the rest of this series. And um, as for Doable Discipleship, we will be coming back with you every Tuesday as usual uh, with more new content. So, friends, we love you. George and Tandra, thank you so much yes. for being here. Thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and, uh, friends, we will be back with you again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes and go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events lastly you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com send us your thoughts send us your questions your bible questions your life questions whatever who knows your question might just inspire an upcoming episode thanks again for tuning in to doable discipleship i'm jason whelan and i hope you'll join us again next week